Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Deep End. My name is Bryce, and yes, it has been seven days since I uploaded a video. Yes, I am very sorry, and yes, the NBA is whack right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so I'm just going to be going over standings and the MVP race, and that is about it. Um, and I... I I live in Kansas. It's pretty cold right now. It's about mid thirties. Um, yeah. So I'm not. I haven't really gone outside at all. And the only time I did go outside was to let my dog go outside. Um, did that about like twice, three times. Um, don't worry, I'm not, I'm, I am letting him out when he needs to. I'm not keeping him in and being like, trash. Never mind, but before we hop into all this, uh, if you guys uh, like the podcast, go ahead and support it by using the link in the description. You can donate about a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month. You can like back out any time. So you can donate to me once and then back out immediately, which I'm fine with. And you don't have to donate to me at all. The you can just easily show your love by commenting on the podcast, which is a new thing Spotify added. So if you're listening on any of the other <laughs> spots that this podcast is available, I'm sorry. Um but yeah we're just going to be going over that. And if you want to appear on the show, uh, go ahead and send me a voice message. Uh, either pleading your case why, and I can send you a link, and you can, like, actually join live with me. Or you can just send me, like, a comment. Like, criticism, hate, uh, compliments, whatever. I really don't care. You're probably going to be put on the podcast. I don't care. Just send me them. But uh, I just wasted... Two and a half minutes going over that. Wow. So, yeah, let's go ahead and hop into that. So, looking at the Western Conference, the Western Conference is definitely holding its own against the I mean, you look at the East and then you look at the West, and the West is just so much better. I mean, the West has the, the yeah, the West has the best three teams in the league. I mean, unless, I mean, statistically, I mean, st- stats-wise, the Warriors are better than the Heat. I mean, the Warriors, there's no doubt that the Suns are the best team in the league. There's no doubt. And I'm not just saying that because they are the be- cause they have the best record in the West and the best record in the, in, in the NBA. It's just kind of obvious. Um, but... You could make an argument that the Heat are better than the Grizzlies and Warriors, or although the Grizzlies and Warriors have better records than the Heat. Uh, the Heat are 43 and 22, while the Grizzlies are 44 and 21, and the Warriors are one game better, 43 and 21. Um, and yeah, that's some more news. The Grizzlies have finally overtaken the Warrior, the Warriors in the West. They were. Honestly, for the basically the entire season, the Suns and the Warriors were battling it out. But then the Warriors, I mean, then Curry started going into a slump a little bit. And the Warriors started falling. And then the Grizzlies were just there like, oh, I'll take that. 
And now they're number two in the West, which, honestly, for such a young squad is very promising. You have Jaw, who is literally in the MVP race at the age of what? 22? 21? How old is... Trying to look up how old Jaw is. Auto completes it. How old is Putin? He's 69. <laughs> how old is Jaw? He's 22, and he's in the MVP race. At 22, and he made the all-star team at 22. That's insane. And he dropped 62 points. 62, right? John Morant. Career high. It's 62, right? 52. Still. Uh, yeah. And then you have Triple J. Oh, I think I believe is twenty three. He might be twenty one. What? Not the band. The player. He is the age of twenty two as well. And then you have people like Dylan Brooks. Stephen Adams is a very healthy veteran and leader for that team. Well, Jaw's the leader, but like veteran and experienced player for that team. Um, you have DeAnthony Melton. All these guys that are just super young and super promising, and they are, in my opinion, the second best team in the league. And they're, okay, I'm looking up more stuff. What is the average age on the Memphis Grizzlies roster. Wow. The average age for the Memphis Grizzlies is 24 years old. That is one of the youngest teams of all time, I, I think. But then we have my Thunder. We have my Thunder topping the list. Literally right in front of the Grizzlies. In fact, 0.5 years in front of the Grizzlies at 23.5 years on, on average. 20, they're, the, the Thunder's average player is 23 years old. Around 23, 23 and a half years old. That's insane. The Grizzlies' average player is 24. That's insane as well. And they're 44 and 21. I'm speechless. This is this is insane. I mean, the West, you have so many contenders. There's so many contenders this year, and almost all of them are from the West. I mean, the East, the Sixers are pretty far behind in the contention race record-wise, but you look at their roster. Wow. Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Patisse Thibault, Tobias Harris, Joel, and Joel's in the MVP race as well. It's insane. But, like, the West, though. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the West is insane. Suns, 51 and 12. 51 and 12. They are on pace to have one of the best records of NBA history. Let me look up. Top 10 NBA records of all time. It might give me, like, stats records 
Yeah, okay. Thank God, actually, give me records. Um, let's see. So, wow. <laughs> There's so many people tied. Okay, so, obviously, number one, Warriors, 73 and 9. Let me just skip to where I think the Suns are on track to be. So, they're 51 and 12 right now. So that's 63 games, 19 left in the season. I think they'll lose four of those games. So actually, probably five. So they'll finish out the season um, 62 and 17. No, 65 and 17, which... is better than the 71 Bucks. They had Kareem. Better than the 2008 Celtics. Better than the 2009 Cavs. Better than 2013 Heat. Better than the 1950 Syracuse. Okay, nobody cares about the 1950 Syracuse. Better than the 1983 Sixers. Better than the 87 and 2009 LA Lakers. Wait, no. No, it's only, they're only better than, they'd be tied with, okay, they'd be better than the 96 Sonics, better than the 97 Jazz, better than the 2006 Pistons, I believe that is the year they won the championship, better than the 65 Celtics, better than the 72 Bucks, again, Kareem, better than the 82 Celtics, 85 Celtics and 89 Pistons, Better than the 90 Lakers, 91 Blazers, 94 Sonics, 2006 Spurs. You get the point. This this is going to be a top 20 NBA team of all time. The 2022 Suns. Top 20 team of all time. And so there's, as I said, there is 15 games left in the season. I believe they will... 15, right? No. No. 51 plus 12. Get some quick mats. 63. That means there's 19 games left. I see them losing 5. As a 14 and 5 record. Honestly, 5? Mm, 3. I'm going to go 3. I'm going to go 3. 16 and 3 record. Making them. So they're finished out the season 77 15. Okay, might have just made myself sound really retarded. 67 and 15, making them top 10 team of all time, I think. But that's enough about them. Grizzlies, obviously, just talked about them. Warriors, just talked about them. Jazz, they're looking okay. Okay, we're going to... I'm about to list all the teams in the NBA that I think have a shot at the title. Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, Heat, Sixers, Bulls. Those are all teams. But the the one I think is going to win it, I think the Golden State Warriors are going to be back in town, baby. I think they're going to... I am the farthest thing from a Warriors fan. I like Curry. I'm fine with him. Used to hate him, but I'm fine with him now. But I see them winning. I do see them winning the championship this year. You, 
You know how clutch Curry is. If you don't, go away. Like, don't watch this. But, so. Ooh. And the last, ooh, my theory might not be good for the Suns. My prediction might not be good. In the last 10 games, they're 8-2. They're 8-2, last two. They had a two-game losing streak. Because their streak right now is two wins. So that means they were six that means they were six and oh, picked up two losses, and then no. They probably like Bryce, you're retarded. Stop talking. Okay. Don't listen to me. But Oh my god. Last ten games, Warriors are two and eight. I gotta look up. Okay. Uh, Warriors injury updates. Update March 6th, 2022. Blocked. Thanks. I'm, on, I'm using my school computer right now. It's just... Screw you, school. Okay, well. Oh, and we need to talk about the Lakers, bro. We need to talk about the Lakers. Believe the oldest team in the NBA. Age-wise, not like like team age-wise, player age-wise. Um, that, wow. It, it, it makes me want to be, oh my God, they have a better last 10 games than the Warriors. Who has the biggest winning streak in the NBA? Oh my gosh! The Rockets are on a 12-game losing streak. So, the biggest winning streak in the Western Conference is the Clippers on a five-game winning streak. In the Eastern Conference, it is... Bucks on a three-game winning streak. The Knicks are on a seven-game losing streak, and they're still 12. That should show you how bad the Eastern Conference is. But... We got to talk about the Lakers. They came in being hyped up as one of the best teams in the league. And now, they might not even make the plan. Right now, they're ninth. They're 28 and 35, ninth in the West. They got 19 more games to go. If they can just get even a little bit under 500, they'll make the plan. But... They are three and seven in their last ten games. I don't see this boating well for them. The Pelicans, who are right behind them, literally one game worse, 27-36, last ten games six and four. They're on a four game winning streak. Four game winning streak. I I don't see I see the Lakers being the tenth seed in the playoffs. Getting eliminated first round of the plan. And the next season, getting rid of their entire roster. <laughs> and maybe, and obviously, like, keeping AD and LeBron and maybe even Melo and, like, and Talon and all the young guys. But, like, wow. This, this is sad. But I got to lose standings. Who do I think is going to win the East regular season-wise? Probably going to be the Heat. 
Who do I think is going to go to the finals representing the East? I'm going to say the Bulls. I'm saying the Bulls. Who do I think is going to win the West record-wise at the end of the season? 51-12. Who do I think is going to be representing the West um, in the finals? Warriors. So I think it'll be a Bucks warrior not Bucks, Bulls-Warriors finals. That'll be a very fun finals. Because the, the Warriors really don't have anyone to stop DeMar. I mean, Wiggins could, but... Now we're going to go over the MVP race, and that's where we will finish off the episode. Um, number 10 in the MVP race. Oh, and guys, this is of February 28th. I really couldn't find anything better, but it's six days ago. It's close enough. As I'm recording this, it's March 6th. This is February 28th. It's about six days, guys. I'm, I'm too tired to do math. But... So, Carl Anthony Towns, 24.4, so he's number 10 in the MVP race, 24.5 points per game, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 52% shooting, 41% three-point, 23.9% player efficiency rating PER, 77.4 win shares. Very good season. MVP worthy? Kind of. Not really. Um, But still, one of his best seasons ever. Jason Tatum at number nine, and I do think uh, this is literally a perfect spot for Cat. J- JT number nine, I think this is a perfect spot for him as well. He is averaging almost twenty six a game, eight rebounds, four assists, forty three percent shooting, thirty three, thirty three percent three point shooting, twenty point three per, six point four win shares. So, a little worse stat line than Cat. Actually, no, pretty pretty much the same, honestly. Just, I think Tatum, I would get on Tatum for not having the greatest amount of assists, but then I have to get on the Celtics organization for not having the greatest players. Um... But I just think he needs to take... Oh, I was just about to say, he needs to take better shots. He's the only one on the team that can take shots and make them. But 43% shooting is very good. 33% three-point shooting is eh. But I think that's a good spot for him. Eight, Devin Booker. I think he should be a little higher, but I I can agree with this. I think he should be around number six. But I I can see an argument. So um, 25.5 points per game, five rebounds. Four and a half assists, 45% shooting, 37% from the three. He obviously takes a lot of threes. 30, 37% from him is pretty good. Um, you might be asking, like, why is 30, why is 33% from Tatum not very good? It's because he doesn't shoot that many threes in the first place. So 33% from him isn't that good. Um, but 37% from Booker from one of the most three-point heavy players in the league is very good. Um, I don't think he's going to win MVP. Luka at number seven. I'm not going to be biased. I do not think Luka should be in the top three. I do not even think he should be in the top five. I think this is a perfect spot for him. Number seven. I think it's perfect. 27 points, nine rebounds, nine assists, 45% shooting, 34% three-point, 24.1 PER, 5.0 win shares. 
So, pretty obviously, very good season from him. He's Luka freaking Doncic. Um, yeah. But Curry at number six. He was on top of the NBA at one point. And now he's kind of getting in a slump. 25.7 points per game. 5.3 rebounds, which for a point guard of his size is actually impeccable. 6.5 assists. 43% shooting. 38% three-point. 21.7 PER. 7 0.6 win shares. Very good season from him. I don't think he's going to win an MVP. I would love to see him win it, though. Number five, John Morant. I believe he should be number three, but it is what it is. I believe he actually is number three right now. Um, 27 points, six rebounds, almost seven assists, uh, 49% shooting, three, 33.3 point. 24.8 PER and 5.8 winchers. So, very good season from him. MVP caliber season. I think, honestly, I think. Okay. Let me say something. Screw the rest of the MVP race. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think the only three players that deserve it this season are number one, DeMar DeRozan, number two, Joel, and number three, um, Ja. I know you want to kill me right now, but hear me out. Most valuable player. I feel like people don't understand what that means. It's not who scored the most points or who or who was more clutch or who had the better shooting percentage. It's how valuable they were to their team. And it's literally obvious, but people think that, let's say... Jokic had 40 points per game this season, but five rebounds and four assists, which is which obviously would never happen for Jokic, but this is an analogy. And f so five rebounds, four assists, and uh, but like 56% um, field goal percentage. And um, actually, no, it's a bad analogy because 40 points a game would be very valuable. But I think you get the point. DeRozan is being... The most valuable to his team. Like, if you compare him to any other players and try to figure out how valuable they are, DeRozan would be on top. Because he literally provides everything. Everything you would need. Everything. And just does it. And DeRozan has dragged the bull. Well, not he hasn't dragged. Well, Mainly DeRozan, but also Levine and Vooch and obviously all those other guys. But DeRozan mainly dragged the Bulls to top five spot in the East. Um, and yeah, he I think he deserves MVP. Joel deserves it too because I don't have to explain it. And then I already explained Shaw why he deserves it. But yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, again, I know I haven't recorded in a while. And you get better at that. But it's... A lot of stuff is going on, but it's almost spring break, so get ready for another long, 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 long period without episodes. I'm sorry. But, I again, I do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and watch all my other ones. They are just as good, if not better. And, yeah, this is, this is The Deep End. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.